The Nubians are a distinct ethnic group in Egypt who can trace their history back to the pharaohs. Indeed, there was once a dynasty of Nubian pharaohs. But the Nubians have been slowly marginalised since the damming of the Nile flooded their original homelands 50 years ago. Uh, many were forced to migrate far away, and that in turn weakened ties to their roots. But now musicians and poets have launched a new venture, teaching the Nubian language to young people. Nicola Kelly travelled to Abu Simbel on the Sudanese border to meet some of them. In the heart of Nubia in southern Egypt, music is turning political. Prohibited by the Egyptian state, Nubian, one of Africa's oldest languages, has been slowly pushed underground and now faces extinction. But Nubian singers like Fikri Kashif are fighting back through song. So at the moment there's a movement to try to keep the Nubian language alive. Why do you think it's important to do that through music? Our, our language is not a, a one of our official languages in our country. But Nubian language is existing from southern years. We have no other cultural activities. That means we have no cinema, we have no... Uh, theater, uh, but we have music, we have songs. While speaking Nubian may be banned, singing it isn't. Musicians like Fikri say this is the best way of passing the language down to future generations. And what about young people? Do they know about these songs? The young boys, the young girls in, in Nubia, they like so much our songs and they repeat like this, they will keep also the language. And what do the songs speak of? It is a love song. It is a, a, a song for country. It is a song for uh, everything. Despite Fikri's determination, fewer and fewer Nubians have access to their language. It's banned in schools and rarely taught in the home. Many Nubians say this is part of the Egyptian state's plan to make Arabic the first language of every schoolchild and, in turn, to further marginalize minority communities. That's causing many young people to feel disconnected from their roots, as Fikri's son Shadi explains. But you don't speak Nubian? Unfortunately, no, but uh, I'm from this generation which have been uh, staying in Cairo and didn't learn the Nubian, but uh, we are just in deep love with these songs. The, the language uh, is a, a bit hard uh, for us. Do you want to learn? Of course, of course. <laughs> I'm going to, but uh, inshallah. In Cairo, there's a growing movement of Nubians quietly resisting state oppression. I'm on my way to a youth centre tucked away from view to meet some of those whose first act of resistance is learning and practising their language. As I'm sure you can hear behind me, there are a very vibrant bunch of people, about 20 of them, all in their 20s and 30s, interestingly. And most of the people come here on a very regular basis to learn the Nubian language and just to meet and speak and to try and keep the culture alive in the capital city. And the number of students attending Nubian language lessons is steadily increasing. How many people usually come to your classes? Five, six people in each class. We, we teach in other, other places. And why is it important for you to learn Nubian language? Because we live in Cairo. I will not learn anything about Nubian. 
just the color. <laughs> so does learning Nubian language help you to feel more connected to your culture? Young, young, young Nubian, they can, can learn anything about language. And do you teach your children or will you teach your children in the future to speak Nubian? Uh, of course, inshallah, <laughs> but first we learn. <laughs> but Nubian is an oral language, it has been unwritten for centuries. In order for people to learn, it must first be recorded, starting with writing out the alphabet. So Mohammed is just introducing me to the Shakespeare of Nubia. Sudki. Sudki. Imam Mohammed Sobhi believes the best place to start is by writing out the poetry and song lyrics of Nubian writers such as Sutki and then using these to teach young people. They sing the songs but they don't understand what it's meaning because I want that the people they know and our traditions, customs through these songs. Are you concerned that Nubian may one day not exist? Look, I, 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 I feel different. I feel I have my own culture. So I think that I can't lose this chance without doing something for my society and for my, my people. Losing a language is very painful. Imam Mohammed Sopi ending that report by Nicola Kelly in Egypt. You're listening to the BBC World Service. I'm Julian Marshall. This is NewsHour.